When a young woman who lives by herself takes out the trash one day, she has no idea she's about to meet the roommate she never knew she had. And then we take a look at the story of a young man who loves video games. It's a habit he picked up from his father, who was also a gamer. But after his dad unexpectedly died of a heart attack, is it possible that his father isn't done playing? Today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Ace Carpenter. I'm having a great day. I hope you guys are having a great day too. Hope you guys had an awesome weekend. I hope it was lots of fun, and I hope you're ready for this heat wave. It's super hot uh, for, for the rest of my life. It's going to be so hot. And while I enjoy the heat, I don't enjoy it while I'm recording. So I'm recording this episode pretty early in the morning, 8 in the morning. But someone who's always up early, ready to go, walking into Dead Rabbit Command is our newest Patreon supporter. Everyone give it up for Red Temple Radio. Woohoo! Yay! Wee! I'm trying not to clap so hard because it is early. I don't want to disturb my neighbors, so it's just a slow clap. Red Temple Radio, you're going to be our captain, our pilot this episode. If you guys can't support the Patreon, if you guys can't support the show financially, I totally get it. Just help spread the word about Dead Rabbit Radio. That helps out so, so much. Red Temple Radio is a new TikTok YouTube channel that's just coming out. And I just watched one of his videos about void gnomes. This is the idea that there are more evil, of course, fairies, right? I can't escape fairies this month. Of course, fairy stuff, but it's this idea that there's gnomes and then evil gnomes. And he's wondering where they're coming from. It was actually interesting. I hadn't heard of void gnomes before. And the way that Red Temple Radio presented it was like, were these always here and we're just noticing them now? Or has there been a, quote, change in management? Like, is there something else going on in the world of paranormal. I'm very intrigued. Like, that was a really cool video to start my day off, and he only has, like, two. He only has two on his YouTube channel and only a couple subscribers, so go ahead and check out Red Temple Radio. Red Temple Radio, I'm going to toss you the keys to the Jason Jalopy, brush all the void gnomes off that are hanging onto the side. We're leaving behind Dead Rabbit Command. Drive us all the way out to an apartment complex. It's March 2023, and we're at this apartment complex. We don't have the exact location. We don't have the exact real name of the person. We're going to go ahead and call her Tracy. She does say she's a 23-year-old woman. She lives alone in a college town. Is Los Angeles technically a college town? There's a college there. It's one of the many towns that have popped up around a college. This is where Tracy lives. She's 23 years old, and she has a two-bedroom apartment all to herself. Well, in March 2023, she's taking out the trash. Tum ba dum dum, putting like yogurt containers in there, banana peels. <laughs> That's what everyone wants their garbage to look like, like healthy garbage, right? Nobody wants to have like Cheetos in their garbage. You're like Jason, it's garbage. I don't think anyone's self-conscious about their garbage. You tell me, like, if you got somebody coming over, you're trying to impress your boss. And he's, like, coming over, and he's like, Ah, yes, before we seal the deal with the Johnson's account, I must visit your apartment. And you're like, ah, and you're, like, trying to make sure you clean up. Wouldn't you throw 
you throw your garbage away first of you're like, yes, Jason, if you're asking me if my boss came over, would I clean up and take my garbage out? The answer is yes. But so if your boss comes over and there's no garbage in your garbage can, he's going to go, hmm, he has something to hide. <laughs> I live in filth. I am the CEO of this company, yet I live in a garbage heap. Haven't you guys ever thought about that when you go over to someone's house and there's zero garbage in the garbage can? You think, oh, they must have just taken out their garbage because I was going there like, no, Jason, people, people clean up after themselves. How do you not get this? No, 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 no. I go, I've been in this area, I've been in this area unannounced several times before tonight, and I know when garbage night is. They took their garbage out before I came over. They're trying to impress me. Also, there's not there's not feces spread all over the bathroom. Hmm. Someone's trying to win my favor. You can't t- if you take the garbage out right before your boss comes over or anybody, me, then I'll know that you're trying to impress me. But so you don't do that. Well, you do do that, but then you create healthy garbage. Like you go and you buy some kiwis, you're all just peeling them, you're all black. Throwing the kiwi part away and throwing the furry stuff in the garbage can. Maybe some orange peels. You know, to make it look like you eat healthy. Little yogurt containers and stuff like that. You're not going to have just like unending bags of Doritos. It makes you look bummy, right? It would make you look, it would make you look more bummy than if it was just kiwi scrapings. But anyway, so that is where we're at. The story's not about Templeton the Rat. The story's not about garbage cans. But she is taking out the garbage, and we do not know the status of the garbage. Was it healthy, or was it regular garbage? She's walking out to the dumpster with her garbage, and she throws it away. I actually looked a little bit further. I looked literally... A sentence passed where I stopped. She wasn't taking out the garbage. I mean, she was taking out garbage, but not garbage bags. So apparently, if I had just simply read a little bit quicker before I went off on that rant, she was taking the trash out. Specifically, she was taking out heavy furniture. She had some heavy furniture to get rid of. She's like, oh no, my boss is coming over. This is really garbage furniture. Gotta get rid of it. Ugh. She's carrying it out. She's going to bring in the healthy furniture later. She's carrying out this heavy furniture, which matters because she can't lock the door. She's doing this all herself, and she's like, ah, whatever. I'll just leave the door unlocked because this furniture I'm carrying is so heavy that I can't lock the door. I don't want to set it down, lock the door, pick the furniture back up, and continue on my way. So she knows for a fact she did not lock the door. She throws the furniture away, throws it into the dumpster, shuts it shut. She's walking back, a job well done. She's walking back to her apartment, and right when she gets to the door, her door, she hears a voice coming from inside her apartment. And she realizes that somebody's in her apartment. In the short amount of time that it took for her to take the furniture and throw it away, Someone's in her apartment, but it's not just that. That would be alarming enough. What she hears is her own voice. She hears her own voice coming from within her apartment, and she goes, I completely froze. 
Like, I, I didn't even know what to do. I completely froze in place, and I stood there for nearly 10 seconds. And so it gave Tracy a second to kind of get all of these little details. She said, one, I sounded... What's well, weird to say I sounded, because it's me on the other side of the door, but the voice sound, my voice, uh, sounded super upset over something. And the voice was speaking so loudly, I could hear it outside the apartment. But I couldn't make out the details, the words of what the voice was saying. I just knew it was in my voice. It was very loud, and it sounded to be in a state of distress. Tracy, after about 10 seconds, goes, I need to get in here. Like, what in the world is going on? So she reached for the doorknob and she turned it. And her front door was locked. Now, again, she goes, I 100% know that I couldn't have. It's not that I didn't lock the door. I couldn't have. What I was carrying was too heavy. It would have required so many extra steps to lock the door. I made a conscious decision to leave the door unlocked when I took the trash out. That when I reached for the handle and it was locked, I didn't do that. I absolutely didn't do that. And she goes, when I touched the door and I went to turn it, the door was locked. And the second I touched that doorknob, the voice stopped talking. The voice from inside the apartment stopped. She goes, eventually I was able to get back into my apartment. I don't know how long she was out there for. She's like, oh, I wish I didn't throw away that chair. I could sit on my front porch waiting for the landlord. Eventually she gets back into the apartment. Maybe she crawled through a window. We don't know. But she does get back into her apartment. And she goes, listen, I the door was locked. I know that I didn't lock the door. She goes, I even have like a surveillance camera, door, ring doorbell camera, whatever it is. She goes, I had a camera set up and I didn't lock the door. There's video footage of me walking out with the heavy furniture and not locking the door. I didn't lock the door. But the bigger question, the question isn't necessarily who locked the door because that's a little bit of a mystery in and of itself. But you could go mechanical failure. You locked it on the inside, whatever. And then door shut behind you. What was the voice? Who was the voice? I mean, it was her. But she was outside. She was outside the apartment in a different location. I read recently this guy who's been reading these collections of like, what's the weirdest experience you've ever had? What's the craziest paranormal experience you ever had? There was one interesting one. I'll put it in the show notes. This story, actually, I'll, I'll say this story was posted by someone going by the name Hype Bay X. Hype Bay X. Thanks for posting this. I was reading this other post and they go, you know, I woke up in the middle of the night one night and I got up off the couch. He was sleeping on the couch, apparently downstairs, probably it's Saturday night. He was a kid, you know, up late watching television, whatever. He wakes up, he gets up off the couch. He walks through the house, goes to the bathroom, which is important. And this one comes back and walks over to the couch and he sees himself sleeping on the couch. 
And he said, I, I started screaming. I think it was like seven or 11, somewhere in that age. I started screaming. I ran into my mom's room. She's like, you're just dreaming. And he goes, I know I wasn't dreaming because I went to the bathroom. Like I woke up, walked through the house. Like if I just walked through the spooky house, like skinema rink or something like that. Yeah, it might be a dream. He goes, I emptied, I emptied the contents of my bladder. I know that I was awake. And when I came back, I saw myself sleeping on the couch. And he goes, that? He goes, that's scarier than any ghost. Is it a time loop? Is it an alternate universe? An alternate reality where he didn't? He didn't get up to go to the bathroom and he ruined the couch. Like, at what point do you go? What am I in? See, this is where you could really fall into some mental illness. Because you could say, man, that was a really weird event. I walked outside my house, and when I came back, the door was locked, and I heard myself on the other side of the door. This is a story you normally wouldn't tell people, your coworkers, right? You could tell your coworkers, hey, I saw a ghost. I, I had this really spooky encounter when I went out to visit. <laughs> I went on a haunted ghost tour, and I saw a ghost. They're like, oh, really? You're like, yeah. You might not tell all your coworkers that, because, you know, some of them are just going to make fun of you. It's not worth it, but... It would be a lot harder to go to work and be like, hey, dude, you won't believe the weekend. <laughs> and then you tell that story. They're like, what? What are you talking about? You heard your own voice? Was it like a tape recording? You're like, who has tape tape recorders nowadays? No, it was my own voice. This story is too weird. To t- it's not too weird for us, right? We swim in these waters all the time. Well, and even then, it is pretty weird for us, too, but... You tell it to a civilian, you tell it to someone who's not interested in the paranormal at all, and they're like, what in the world are you... And if it's personal, right? If you told this story, say, I heard about the story on Dead Rabbit Radio, they're like, oh, <laughs> tell me more about that podcast. Can I join the Fluffle as well? If you told someone that story and you said, this happened to me, they would think you were nuts. Far more so than if you said you saw a ghost. I took the garbage out, I came back, I saw an old man in my apartment and then he faded away (laughs) was it the landlord the landlord's not known to become translucent i don't know him that well but i'm pretty sure uh, he can't do that but i i you would wonder like this could really mess with someone's mental state you would think am i in the right reality i left my my apartment that i'm alone in and then i came back and the door was locked but i didn't lock the door so am i in the right reality what was going on are there two of me inhabiting the same apartment like this could really mess with your head if you thought it was some sort of reality shift because that's really the way that i would explain it there's two versions of Tracy, both inhabit, or it could be, you know, infinite versions of Tracy, but she's like, who, who keeps using all my toilet paper? It's infinite, endless Tracys wiping their butts. Oh, man. But she's in the only universe where they can buy toilet paper. There's a version of her that's upset who didn't take out the garbage. There's a version of her, our version, that n- not particularly upset who did take out the garbage, but then she ends up in the locked door reality. That's what I mean. Like she left the unlocked door reality, came back to the locked door reality where she locked her door, came in and maybe was speaking on the phone to someone in a very upset tone was going through this stuff. But then when she touched the doorknob, the realities collapsed. Is she in the right reality? 
I, she just seemed to have gone on with her life. Like I looked at her other posts and she's just talking about normal stuff. She's not like, oh, I tried cooking a burrito the other day. And then I came home and there was a bite taken out of it. And it was in the shape of my teeth. What's going on? She seems to be talking about mostly normal stuff. So you could just experience it and go, that that's a weird event. But if you took it to heart, if you were already a little mentally unstable, you know, you could see someone really going nuts if they overthought this. It's just an interesting story, and, and we don't know what it is, and it could be super common in a lot of people. Not, like, as common as walking outside and seeing a blue jay, but, you know, more common than we would think. People just don't feel comfortable talking about it because it sounds so crazy. Red Temple Radio, let's go ahead and toss you the keys of the Carpenter Copter. We are leaving behind this apartment complex. We got some sweet new furniture. We're digging through the garbage. And I'm like, and look at all the healthy garbage. I'm all eating kiwis. You're like, Jason, please stop. Red Temple Radio flies out of this apartment complex. We're headed all the way out to a house in the suburbs. It's May 11th, 2022. We're standing outside this house, and it just looks like a house like any other house in the neighborhood. There's dogs barking in the backyard, kids throwing frisbees and stuff. Typical place. But then we hear... Ooh, it's not a spooky ghost. You're like, oh no, the banshee. Well, the banshee might be on their way. That's the sound of an ambulance. We see an ambulance coming down the road and people are kind of sticking their heads out their windows and be like, hey, Myrtle, Myrtle, something's going on over at Doug's house. Myrtle's like, what is it, Tom? Whoa, no, an ambulance. We don't actually have this guy's real name. We're going to go in and call him Doug. Doug is a young man, young, young dude, teenager maybe. Don't have an exact age, but Doug is in this house and... He sees the ambulance crew come in, the medics, and they're like, oh, where's he, where's he at, where's he at? And Doug's like, he's upstairs. And the medics are there to take care of his dad. Doug's dad just had a massive heart attack while he was sitting in his office in the house. You know, house always portioned off the rooms, right? You have Doug's room, you have dad's office, living room, stuff like that. And his dad, who was an avid gamer, who loved playing video games, well, he had a gaming PC and a headset. So, I don't know, he's like, oh no, but I do like doing my Zoom meetings in VR. I, I think it's also implied that the dad's a video gamer as well. But, anyways, the dad has this pretty sick gaming PC, and he had on a white headset. And he died while he was at his gaming PC with his headset on. So again, I don't think he was doing Excel. He's like, oh, I love the sound of clicks. I like getting 3D all around me. Most likely a gamer. We know that Doug's a gamer because once Doug's dad had this massive heart attack at his gaming station. I mean, I just imagine like one of the ones with like the three monitors and the joystick for playing the flight simulators. Doug's dad dies in his office in front of his computer and... The medics take him away. That happened in May. Uh, that happened May 11th, 2002. Well, Doug said, you know, <laughs> we, shouldn't let, we shouldn't let this gaming PC go to waste. Everyone's crying at the funeral. He's like, Mom, listen, 
<laughs> that guy, dad, I meant, I meant dad, has like $10,000 worth of video cards in that thing. Let me have the gaming PC. I'm putting it in my room. So he does. He gets the gaming PC out of his... Out of his I mean, now listen, like, I get it, right? You're not going to let it go to waste. But he did die in front of it. Like, it's kind of a... Oh, it's kind of a toss-up in telling what happens in this story. He might have made the bad decision. Doug takes his dad's gaming PC and hooks it up in his room. He's like, oh, yes. And now to play nothing but Silent Hill games. He's playing the spookiest games ever. He's like, ah. These graphics are amazing because what happens is I think you can kind of tell where this is going. His dad dies May 11th, 2022. Now we're in the third week of April, 2023. Super recent story. It's going on right now. As I'm telling you this story, it's probably gotten worse. Third week of April, 2023. Doug is sitting in his bedroom, and he looks out his window, looks out his bedroom window, and he sees his dad. He sees his dad standing on the front lawn of the house, wearing a tuxedo. Dad? What? Huh? It's been over a year. Or less than a year. As he looks back at his calendar. It's been less than a year, Dad. What are you... Huh? And he said his dad was just standing there in the front lawn in a tuxedo, smiling at Doug. He's like, good good high score, son. That's what this tuxedo is for, son. He looks out and he sees his dad wearing this tuxedo, smiling at him. And you go, Jason, this kind of sounds like creepypasta. You know, like the haunted PC, the tuxedo, it's a little over the top. It's a little over the top. And I, I would agree with you if it ended at the tuxedo, <laughs> eventually. I'm like, and then he became eight feet tall with tendrils out of his back. You're like, Jason, that's creepypasta. <laughs> so anyways, he's standing there in the front lawn, wearing a tuxedo, smiling at his son. And... and Doug doesn't say how long he was out there for. Generally, I would assume most of these ghosts, like when people say I looked down the hallway and I saw my dead aunt standing at the end of the hallway, I don't think that I went and made pizza rolls and I came back and I saw her. She was still there in the same position. I think I think we can kind of assume the sprinklers are on. The dad's still standing there. He's like, ah, dad, uh... Now it's just kind of getting, it's just kind of getting goofy water spraying right through his body. I he doesn't say, and then I turned around and he was gone immediately. But he also doesn't say he was there for three hours. It was just he looks outside, sees his dad wearing a tuxedo, smiling. He said one week later, he's walking through the house. Doug is walking through the house, and he looks up and he sees his dad in the house. This time, though, he's not wearing a tuxedo. And he said he goes, my father's tuxedo. So it's not like the ghost like went to the ghost rental shop. He actually, his dad owned a tuxedo. So it wouldn't make sense that he was wearing that. But he goes, this time I'm walking through the house and I see my dad in the house. And 
This is honestly like this is interesting because this is how I think ninety percent of ghosts would appear. He said, "I'm walking through the house and I see my dad. He's standing there, no shirt, no pants." Right? He goes all he, he was basically wearing what he wore when he died. He was wearing a pair of boxers and a white headset. Like a gaming headset. He's like, now, now that's the dad I know and love. That's more like it. But yeah, that's what he was wearing when he died. He was just wearing boxers. Had his white headset on. He goes, he always had that white headset on. So he sees his dad standing in the house pretty much like he was when he died. That happened about a week after the first event. So we're real. I mean, like he's posting this as all this stuff's going on. Finally, on April 26, 2023, he goes, I went to the graveyard. I went to the graveyard. And this is interesting. He says, I went to the graveyard to visit my dad's grave. And this is where opinions on this story start to divide. This is a, for odd reasons, a controversial post. This is where the versions kind of start to divide. He's at his dad's gravesite. I think the graveyard's relatively recent to where they live. He's at his dad's uh, tombstone gravesite, what, you know, plot of land that he's at. And he goes, while I'm there at my dad's grave, I look over and I see... My dad standing at my uncle's grave, his brother. And he goes, this time dad was more translucent. He actually seemed less solid. Very, very faint image of his father standing at that grave. And he goes, listen, like, so that happened on April 26th where he saw his dad at the which as recording this was only about three days ago i'm recording this on the 29th he goes i look down and i saw my dad he goes but now like every so often i look outside my window and i see my dad in the front yard again <laughs> it doesn't say what he's wearing it would be great if he was just wearing the boxers in the front yard he's like oh it took death for me to realize the constraints of clothing dad standing in the front yard every so often doug looks out the window and sees dad in the front yard smiling at him And one person posted, oh, you know, that's that's kind of cool. Like, maybe your dad's coming back to say, I'm proud of you, son. I'm proud, <laughs> proud of you for using my gaming laptop for good and not letting mom sell it for like 50 bucks at a garage sale. And Doug goes, uh, I don't really know about that. He goes, the very last time we talked, the very last time we talked before he died, we had an argument. He goes, I don't necessarily think he's coming back to encourage me. I think there might be something negative connected to this spirit. And, and it's the, it, that's an interesting little uh, tidbit, right? Because I think you could go, or maybe it is the dad checking in on the son, but we don't know the family relationship, the dynamic between these two. You know, I think we kind of fill in the blank sometimes when we hear these stories we go like oh the dad probably like had a job but like to sit go home play a couple video games you know kind of chill out i've known dads like that in my life they're good dads but they also set aside their video game time this guy could have been a, just a 
gameaholic, right? Right. That's the thing, right? This guy could have been avoiding all contact with other humans, which is fine if you're single. If you don't want to hang out with other people, you want to play games all day, go for it. But if you got kids, you kind of got to go, okay, now I got to balance my responsibilities out. This, I, you know what I mean? Like when I first read the story, before I got to that part where they're like, yeah, I had a big argument. I was kind of filling in with the blanks of people I know, dads I know who play games. But who knows? This could have been a really bad dynamic. This dad and Doug may have hated each other's guts. They, it could have been the best father-son relationship possible. We don't know. But the fact that he goes, we had an... We had an argument before he died, so this might be a negative spirit. It makes me think it wasn't just an argument. It could have been the same argument they've had a hundred times. There could have been some really nasty words exchanged. We don't know. But he does not think that his dad is just being like, good job, son. Good job, sonny. I think he kind of thinks his dad is is either gathering energies like give me your soul dead brother i will avenge both of us against my awful son it basically the dad's a negative spirit and being creepy on purpose and there might be more nefarious things to come this story was posted online by a guy who goes by the name little big man 668 little big man 668 And he posted this, he titled it, I saw my dead dad outside my window last week. Now it's getting frequent. And he posted this on the Ghosts subreddit. Now, you guys know how little respect I... I I mean, I listen, I get a lot of really cool stories from Reddit. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. But as a whole, Reddit is the trash. That It's the unhealthy trash that needs to be hidden from everybody. Yes, I do have official Dead Rabbit Radio subreddit. And I do now have my own Paranormal News subreddit, which I'm always adding stuff to every day. Fine. Okay, fine. I do have to interact with that stuff. But overall, Reddit is trash. Reddit is awful. And for example, this guy posted this story that I just told you on the Ghosts subreddit. And not not only did 90% of the people call him mentally ill and say that he immediately needed to seek help because he was hallucinating. Ghosts aren't real. Check your carbon monoxide detector, I think was one of them as well. Those always show up that he must be mentally ill for seeing a ghost and talking about it on a ghost subreddit. Now, listen, I'm not going to spend the next 10 minutes talking about how garbage Reddit is. We all know that. That would just be a ridiculous waste of time. But I did want to highlight that people are like, you're mentally ill, dude. You're mentally ill. And it went on for two days. Someone started another post saying, hey, remember when we called that guy mentally ill the other day? We probably went too far. Sure, he's sure he's mentally ill, and we all know that, but we didn't need to call him that. It's insane. It's a ghost subreddit, and they hate people talking about ghosts. But again, I'm not going to spend all my time talking about Reddit. We know it's trash. We know it's garbage. We know, we know I swim in trash and garbage. That's why I'm on there. The reason why I bring that up, there is an interesting clue in this story that I'm wondering where his grief level is. Because it could be one of two things. Let's go back to the grave. 
Now, remember, his dad died May 11th, 2022, so it's been less than a year. He's still dealing with some stuff, obviously. Him going to the grave, him going to the grave in April, it was April 26th, 2023, he went to his dad's grave. Why? I'm very interested about this. Psychologically, I'm very interested about this. Is it because he is grieving the loss of his father and he's grieving their last conversation, which was an argument, and he's still trying to make peace with his dad at the gravesite, or, which would be totally normal, or did he never go to the gravesite? Was this his really maybe first or second time since his dad had been buried? He went there because of all this ghost stuff. What it, It's interesting. One of them, it could be that he's still deep in mourning. I don't, if he, it's tricky to say that the ghost sightings are because he's mourning his dad because they're incredibly recent. I mean, maybe it's carbon monoxide. Maybe you should get it checked. It's incredibly recent, the ghost sightings. Was he visiting his dad's grave regularly? And it's just now that he's having the ghost sightings and then he's at the gravesite. Or was he at the gravesite to maybe try to make peace with his dad because he's afraid of what that spirit can do? Interesting little tidbit. What prompted this graveyard visit? Was it regular or was this extraordinary because of extraordinary events? So I'm curious about that. I'm not going to bug the guy. He's already he already got called mentally ill by a bunch of morons. Um, but it's an interesting story. It's an interesting story, all the pieces, because you wonder, what is this? It's a ghost, right? It's a ghost. But you wonder, what is this ghost caused by? The death of his dad and unfinished business, which you can hopefully move past or work through. Or is it the fact that he's playing with his dad's computer? The computer that his dad died in front of. This wonder of technology is now in Doug's room. And it's haunted Doug. It's a cursed object in every sense of the word. Not only may it have his dad's psychic energy attached to this computer, just the memories of the computer that Doug has. Doug knows for a fact that his dad died in front of this computer. So it might not just be the psychic energy, but it could be the memories of it. And it's creating this... If I gave you that computer, would you see a ghost? You're like, who's that weird guy? Who's that weird guy with no shirt? Would you see the ghost? Or does it have to be both the emotional attachment and the spiritual attachment? It's an interesting question, and it's one we don't have answers for. And I feel like some information is being left out of this narrative as well. What is the curse? Is is Doug haunted? Is the computer haunted? 
can Doug make peace with his dad? If he thinks that this, listen, I've been in a lot of arguments with my parents and if they died right after that argument, I'd feel pretty crummy. If they died during the argument, I probably would have gone to jail. But I had great relationships with my parents 99.999% of the time. So if they died shortly after the argument or right after the argument, if I saw them, if I saw them floating down the hallway, I would assume they're coming to give me either good news or say goodbye. I don't think I would have any sort of, I don't think I would think they were menacing in any way, shape or form. But I think there is a menace factor here. And what is it? Is it? If you saw the ghost of your dad and you thought something bad was going to happen, how would you stop it? He's already in the house, right? He's already in the house. He's outside the house. He's at the graveyard. He's where you're at. Unless you plan on saging the whole neighborhood. You might have to get a couple of permits for that. You're going to have a tough time. Like, do you try to make peace with your dad or is there no hope of that? Is the, if it's just an argument, you could make peace with that, but these might run deep. These scars might run deep. And even after death, even stepping into the realm of the dead, dad doesn't seem to be over it, right? He's wearing his tuxedo the first time. He's like, let's go, let's go. I'm wearing my, I'm wearing my boxing tuxedo. Dressing all fancy, not dressing at all. Weird. This is just a weird ghost encounter. And it's happening right now. This isn't a story we found that happened when he was seven or years ago. This is happening right now. He's continuing to see his father staring at him, just smiling. This story is going on right now. It doesn't have a conclusion. And if it does have a conclusion, we may never know. This guy may just never post again. But if you happen to be driving through your town looking for a garage sale or checking out Craigslist, hoping to get a new gaming PC, you better think twice. That marvel of technology that you're looking at you're like wow look at all those graphics it's souls there's damn souls banging on the monitor you're like wow this this sure does look realistic resident evil 9 is going to be amazing they're like oh help us how much for this gaming pc that 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 has the screams of infinite madness the guy's like i don't know 10 bucks you're like oh what that's a that's a steal and the guy goes yeah steal your soul you're like, what? What was that last part? He's like, I oh, got nothing. It's a creepy story, right? We think about cursed objects being like dolls and chairs and amulets and paintings. But why not a PC? Why not a state-of-the-art computer? I feel like almost it would be better at that because it's generating so much energy. I mean, they have to have heat sinks in it. They get hot and... Ghosts do seem to have some effect on the electrical world. That's why we're always seeing flashlights go out and light bulbs go out. So having that much energy generated right underneath the desk, right? You can't even see it. You're at your computer playing a video game or typing up a paper. And your computer's humming away just inches from your feet, unseen. Your legs are underneath that desk. 
Who knows what's going on down there? Who knows what type of evil is slowly crawling out of your computer right now? I mean, if you heard that, you'd look down and you're like, oh, well, it's clearly a ghoul. I didn't download a ghoul. And you shut it off, walk away. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be our email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash DeadRabbitRadio. TikTok is at DeadRabbitRadio. Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one, guys. Peace.